Hey everyone, this is Guillermo Menchaca. I actually am working on a series, but I really felt led to release a piece of it. It's basically talking about body language. And one of the things that we can see right now in this day and age is the way you and I as Christians, the way we interact and act in every single thing we do is being seen by everyone around us. There are two places in the Bible that scripture lays out for us and gives us this understanding that we are the body, that we are the body of Christ. We find the accounts in the book of Ephesians in chapter 4 and in chapter 5. In Ephesians 4, 11 through 16, it says this, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. So we know that there, this is where we get the fivefold ministry. And so we see that there are things in, uh, that God has put into us, that put into the body of Christ, body of believers, a community of believers, the church, that we are part of this body. And so that's in 4, 11 through 16. In chapter 5, verses 22 through 30, it says this, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife as also Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. One saying is this, we know what you say, but we believe what you do. We know what you say, but we believe what you do. So this saying goes actually for the Christians, the believers, the community of believers, the, the disciples, the church members, those that wear the, the, the shirts, the bumper sticker fish on the car, all the symbols of Christianity and everything that we present ourselves to be. Now people, uh, they, they know what you say and they know what you're trying to present, but they believe what you do. And so when we talk about the body of Christ, we, we know that the representation of Christ is not just what is said. So if we could present our best Christians and put them on media, put them on social media, uh, on you know everything, every single platform you could think of, and present our best Christians and say, you know, those are Christians, these are Christians, we are like them, we're like just like these Christians that you see that are good and and, and they're great and they're peaceful people, and you know that we could 
try to present as Christianity, but the reality is that most people see you more than they see a video, more than they see an Instagram post. They see you. They see what you do. They see how you treat your wife. When scripture says, Husbands, love your wives like Christ loved the church. Jesus died for the church. So we know that there is a, a sacrifice that, that is made to say, like, I'm going to love my wife. Uh, this is something that in public, when you're at a restaurant or even at home, the way you speak to your wife, husbands, uh, fathers, the way you treat your children, all these things are taken into account because people uh, know what you say, but they believe what you do. And so we as Christians, as the body of Christ, we present something, whether we can admit it or not, whether we like it or not, we present something to those around us. Verbal communication takes into account only 7% of your overall communication. So 7% when people are speaking with you, talking with you, the words you say is only 7% of what they're receiving. So the rest is 93% coming from nonverbal communication. So with 55% of that being body language, 38% of being tonality. So it's uh, um, something that we can call the 73855 rule, the 73855 rule. 7% is verbal, 38% is tonality, 55% is body language. There was a strong piece of evidence to support this position of the 73855 model. It was a study conducted by Ekman and Friesen in 1971 where members of a pre-literate tribe in Papua New Guinea uh, reliably recognized the facial expressions of individuals from the United States. So we had an isolated group of people. They recognized facial expressions of people nowhere near them, nowhere in the same culture, totally different type of economic position, economic development. It was a totally different uh, uh, social place. And so we, we see a study here where this culturally isolated with no exposure to the U.S. media, there was no possibility of cross-cultural transmission to the tribesmen, recognized the facial expressions of people from a different place. And, and there are numerous studies that support both the cultural equivalence model and the cultural advantage model, but reviewing the literature indicates that there is a general consensus that seven emotions are universally recognized. We can go to different countries, we can visit different places, and we usually can recognize these seven emotions. Happiness, surprise, fear, anger, contempt, disgust, and sadness. So it's not just what you say, it's how you say it, the tonality. It's not just what you say, it's how you say it. The 55%, it's also what is your body saying? So let's break it down like this. The preacher on Sunday morning or Sunday evening or Sunday afternoon, they say something from the scripture, they teach something from the Bible, and you retweet it, you uh, like it, you share it, you uh, DM it to somebody else, you put it in your stories, and you're like, oh, this is amazing. You put the fire symbol, oh, this is fire. You know, like you throw all these things out to say, like, that you agree with this statement. So, what has been said is 7% of what's being communicated to those around you. 38% because 
38% is a tonality. We know that we can take what's being said on a Sunday morning and present it in a way like, oh, this is good for you. You should really listen to this sermon. Man, he's talking to you. Man, she preached to you. You know, we, we can take these things and present it in a way that our tonality of it is adjusted to fit who we want it to kind of hit home with. And then 55% of that is not about what we say and what we present, it's about what we do. Because the way we have done something, the way we interact after we agree with a statement is just as important. If you go out to a restaurant, if you go out and take your wife out to, to dinner, uh, which I encourage you, take your wife out on dates, find time to take your wife out on a date. Husbands, uh, uh, wives, make time for your husbands. You know, the children are important. We agree with that 100%. But your relationship as a married couple, your relationship is very important. That body language that we say as the body of believers, the body of Christ, what we present to the world is 55% of what they actually believe, what they actually hear. And so when you go out, when you go do something, when you go to the mall, when you go to the restaurant, when you go maybe just walk on the beach, when you go to somebody's house, when you're connecting with them, when you invite people to your house, remember this, it's not just what you say, it's what you do. And I love this saying, do what you say and say what you do. Be black and white. Be black and white. We can be colorful in many different areas, but in our integrity and in our character and our personal walk with Jesus, what we say, if we say we are a follower of Jesus, let that be the truth. Admit your fault. A follower of Jesus says, I'm not perfect. They're able to admit their faults. They have a spirit of humility because Christ had a spirit of humility. That means that we don't go around saying like, oh, I'm this, you know, uh, sinful person. Like, oh, just, you know, woe is me. No, it's nothing like that. It's simply to say that, look, I'm not perfect. I'm pursuing Christ. I want to know Jesus as best as possible. And if I misrepresent that to you, I apologize. I am sorry for misrepresenting who Jesus is. And so one of the things that I think we can do is really examine our lives as Christians, to think about the body language that we've put out as the body of Christ, as church members, believers, disciples, whatever we wanna call ourselves, whatever nicknames or names we give ourselves in the church, we have to take ownership and responsibility that we as the body of Christ are speaking the body language. And so when we look around us, when we see people around us, we can recognize, just like they can recognize you. They could recognize that if you say you're a Christian, but you're, you're acting in a way that's unchristlike, they, they recognize that. And on top of that, if we can understand that people can see us, we can be real. We can know that, hey man, I'm not perfect. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my absolute best to know Jesus and to make him known. But if we can turn our attention and just recognize the needs of those around us, to recognize those universally recognizable emotional features that we can see that people are in need, people are angry, people are hurt, there's these emotions going on all around us, and we as Christians, the body language that we can give is that Jesus loves us, Jesus loves you, and things aren't perfect right now, but he is the answer. Thank you.